On the show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world, words always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Conrad when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping ya. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to the Who's Man's podcast. I'm your host, Ronda Don, aka Mr. Taylor May. In the middle of me, I got my man's Conrad. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Who's Man's Podcast, episode 53. Man, we, we're moving. But, who's here with us right now? Why? Why? Just tell them that it's Who's Man's Podcast. Why? Why? No, but for real. Look, we're recording on a Tuesday. Yesterday was Monday, June 25th. It's been nine years. Since the day my life changed, everybody's life changed. Michael left us. I miss you, Mike. If you don't know who Mike is, get out of my life. Get off the... No, I didn't say that part. Um, I miss you, Mike. All right. I'm done. I ain't going to be emotional, though, like this whole podcast. That's what I'm not going to do. We can fight if y'all want to. <laughs> if we start talking about it, you probably should have here. <laughs> I mean, I you know, whatever. You want to get into it? Or- where was you at when you found out? <laughs> no, we don't, we don't have to do that, man. <laughs> like, I, legit, hour later, we're still talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm let you live this time, bro. I'm, I don't want to see no tears come off this episode. Uh, so how y'all doing, Kyra? What you been up to? All right, man. Um, it's been a long, long day at work. Uh, just one of them days where you were just looking at the clock. And it felt like it was not moving. Like for how they say you can't stop or, you know, fast forward time. It sure has a way of tricking us that it's not moving. Because when you just, because <laughs> when you're looking at the clock at work, it's just, I swear it was 8, 30, 20 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> but, uh. You checking the batteries? Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> really going cool. you know, when you look at you do that little tap on your wrist on the watch like hey man wake up but uh <laughs> uh it was it was a good weekend though um had a chance to go to north carolina and visit the city of Asheville. um some of my first friends here in <clears throat> richmond one of them had their 30th uh birthday party so or gathering and it went to Asheville, so I, you know, did a hike and then check out the the breweries over there. So it was a, it was a good time, man. Um, it's a lot of old money over there, so a lot of like mansions and estates and mm. um, yeah. Uh, so it was it was cool to just be around all that. Uh, but other than that, man, I've been chilling, man. It was it was a good weekend. Uh, my liver. It's just, it's on good terms with me. I didn't treat it too bad. Um, but other than that, it was good, man. It was refreshing Did to anyone come back. Call the, anyone call the police on you? No. Okay, we can talk no. about that later. Though. Yeah. No. <laughs> I feel like that's a question we got to start asking. <laughs> I mean, we were like... Did you we get were the like, police called on you this weekend? 
would have been if we get the police got calling us. We were like on ten acres of land, and if people called, if the police got called on us, then we were, must have been really booming. But it wasn't like that. Hey, you'd be surprised. Hey. Yeah, you'd be sitting in the middle of the field, man, in your own business, like your own people. <laughs> like I <I'm> wish y'all. <laughs> Sorry, it's just a habit. We. <laughs> Yeah, man. But other than that, how about you, B? How you doing? Hey, I'm I'm good. Uh, I had a really it was a fun weekend. A lot of celebrations and meeting new people. And let's just get to it. It all came down to this dinner that I had on Sunday. I what time was it? Thanks for the invite. I woke woke up from a nap on Saturday to this beautiful message. From the one, the only, the couple known as Rory, formerly known as Ron and Tori. Uh, yes, our own Ronald and our former guest Tori. And they said, hey, would you like to have dinner? And I don't think their message even came through before I said, like, what time? I'm, I'm actually here. Can I just come in now? <laughs> so after they said no and I went back home. Uh, I found out. <laughs> I found out dinner was actually the next day, man. But Tori was like, "Look, I'll play when it comes to food." Tori had the spread. We had crab cakes. Like, who makes crab cakes? Who got the patience to do all that? Like, she was like, "Oh, it's it's it's, it's nothing." I, you know, I just this whole thing. I just whipped it up. Uh, we had crab cakes. We had green beans, and not. You know how like green beans? Sometimes people make them and it it tastes like you eating them out the dirt. This was like flavor. <laughs> then we had potatoes, and then she got the nerve to just pop up with bread. You know somebody fancy when they made bread with their dinner. Oh, this this is just this. Wait, what did she call it? This is non bread. Oh yeah, non bread. Like I ain't that cultured, so I was like, well, <laughs> if it ain't bread, who is it? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Whose is it? What are we eating? <laughs> Man. But your brother was full. We had a good conversation. Had some wine. Watched the BET Awards. That was like the perfect way to end the weekend. Yeah, so it was just a good time. It's, it's been some good time. So, what about you, Ronald? <laughs> yeah, man, I've been good. Like you said, that dinner was pretty dope, so I definitely enjoyed that. Outside of that, um, had some time to chill. So on Friday, I went a little bit too hard in the gym, and I swear this weekend my body was like, "All right, so you think you're tough? I'm gonna show you the story." Is. <laughs> well, I'm getting his thoughts so ready too. T- you know, B was trying to show me up last week, so you know I'm trying to make sure that I'm out here looking. <laughs> I'm not calling it. But I'm making that your level. Say the words, man. Say the words. (laughs) That's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. But like, so you know how when you be sitting down chilling for a little bit, for like an hour or so, and then you get up and remember you sore, and your lady's like, "Oh, what did you thought you was doing? I got a little bit too quick one time. I had to sit my ass right back down." Might be bad. Disrespect. Stay here for a little bit longer. (laughs) Your body be like. If you don't sit Those your goddamn, you don't sit your you ass out. Like, your ass. <laughs> like, you ain't going nowhere. No time I, soon. I sitting down is the worst thing ever. And then trying to sit on a toilet, 
man. That's true. That's the worst, man. We're well, like, we getting, we getting comfortable. It, it is all coming out. Like, we are not doing this again. <laughs> You'd be like, I think nope. I live here now. I think this is my new home. <laughs> yep. This is a new plan. Get some magazines. <laughs> I can get Uber used to come right here. I'll tell them a little bit extra. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, man. I do see why people get plastic surgery, though. I think I said that last week, but I'll say it again. I get it. I get it now. <laughs> and I won't judge no more because if they come out with like a whole body plastic surgery, I'm going to invest. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to. You just going to stick your head on a new body? <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> It'll still be me, <laughs> but I'll just look different. <laughs> I'll just look different. <laughs> Brian comes on a. Probably become a six foot seven. Look, <laughs> overnight. I'm telling you, right? They gonna put your brain into sex now. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till they perfect it. Wait, hell, <laughs> gonna be me. That's that's you, funny. You know what? I'm at that. You're gonna be uh, on his hell by then. I'll probably be right there with you, wait, next in line. Let's do it. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get down to business for tonight. So, like we mentioned earlier, we had a chance to check out the BET Awards. You know, that was full of shenanigans. Did you check it out, Conrad? Right? Yeah, I caught some of it. Uh, I did my best. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's like you want so much from the BET. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. We want so much from them. And I even tried to be positive this time. I was like, all right, you know what? Y'all probably going to be a good show. They're going to come through. They're going to give us, you know, on time. They're going to actually have the, what do you call it, the prompters ready. <laughs> Sound's gonna sound good. <laughs> nope, none of that. How's it the same issues year after year? Like, you know what the issues are, and you still keep having the same issues. You know, and like, it's funny to think about it. Like, it's funny to talk about it. Like, oh, it's BT. They prompters don't work. Oh, you know, black people, whatever. And like, we can, of course, that's only what we can say. So, for y'all listening, we can say that. Okay, we can laugh. Right. Oh. Um, right. But then when you sit down and think about the fact that, okay, BET is owned by Viacom, who also owns MTV, VH1, all those channels, and you compare, like, the BET Awards to the MTV Awards, not the talent or not the the host and all that stuff, but just the production. And it's like, what are y'all doing? Like, who's over here hiring these people versus those people over there? Because... I watch them TV. I don't watch them really anymore, but I do. I have watched them TV awards, and I don't see no lagging prompter. I don't see no awkward pauses and 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 weird camera angles and <laughs> focusing on random people in the audience that nobody knows who they are. I don't see any of that over there. But for some <laughs> reason, we come around and it's like <laughs> we got 15 minutes of this random dude in the audience. That nobody knows. And we just got to pretend like that's all right. That's what we do. <laughs> but it's not. It's not. I'm telling you. We don't have to. But I'll stop. I wonder if it was the same dude who kept yelling through the show. Because they didn't do shit about him either. Not. <laughs> he was encouraging everybody. That's all right. It's good. <laughs> he just commented on Somebody everybody. Got up, 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 up. You got it, dog. <laughs> it's like, thank you. <laughs> like, I appreciate it. <laughs> Man, but come it's It's sad because it wasn't just on, so they didn't fail once. Like, BET Awards was on, like, six or seven channels. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst part. So, not only was it just on the main place, but 
you couldn't hide it from all the other six places because they gonna you're gonna fail six times. Right. Yeah, so that's like a thing Viacom has been doing um I would say the last four years where they put their their um award show on every channel that they own. And if you think about it, like award shows should be their major ratings grabber for the year. So it makes sense. Like, hey, I'm gonna put this on every channel because it's gonna give us more viewers, which hopefully I mean depending on who the viewer is, should equal, like, hey, that may be a loyal new viewer to this channel. Um, but the only issue is, like, you like you uh, are talking about, Conrad, like, you do that, and then you offer, like, a subpar product with this award show. It just, it just, like, cheapens everything. And I hate that, like, our award show has to be the one, well, BT award show has to be the one that um, that happens on. Yeah, it's really a shame. Wait till next year. <laughs> hey, it's been like this. <laughs> hey, but let's get. Yeah, it. I'm conflicted because I don't want to stop watching because I'd be pissed if it got canceled. But it's hard to keep watching. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't. Well, I ain't gonna say it'll never get canceled because hey, but it definitely needs. To be better, <laughs> it definitely needs to do better, be better. New and hey, we got some new blood coming into BT. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Um, but I always say this. I said this on um, our show before. I said it last year when we talked about the BT Awards. You just remember how good they were when we were younger, and honestly, that's every award show. But there does feel it does feel like this year, last year maybe a little bit too, that it's starting to lose some of that shine. I mean, the BET Awards had Michael Jackson and James Brown dancing on the same stage. The BET Awards had mm. Jennifer Hudson and Jennifer. I just lost my train of thought. I don't. I don't. Oh my god! If I don't say her name, it's gonna be rude. But the two Jennifers singing. Uh, and I'm telling you, from Dream Girls, like never have been done. The Dream Girl, the the BT Awards reunited the Fugees. Like that's what the BT Awards were. And this year, you can't say that. You can't. You can't say the same. Like they, it used to give you that moment that you would talk about, good or bad, for weeks after the award show. And now it's like. Mm, yeah, the BT Awards were Sunday. All right. <laughs> it's all right because if you missed it, it's gonna be on BT for the next like six weeks. <laughs> right. <laughs> so here's, here's the thing, though: should we be mad at the all right, like our A-list celebrities for not going to the show anymore, or should we be mad that they don't have a show worth going to? Like, who who, who would you put the blame on here? Mm. Because maybe if they showed up, then they'd find like they had to set the production up. But well, yeah, because what does showing up do for the production? I think if you put, if you're telling people that Beyonce is going to be at your show performing, that's just automatically everything around that needs to be stepped up. Oh, you so you're saying like a one celebrities performing? Or yeah, no, if they would actually like so. If we got today's number one celebrities, like all our headliners, like the people who we go out with in droves and go see. Like, uh, who was it they had opening tonight? J-Rock? Like, when I told Brian that J-Rock opened the show, he was like, who opened what? Are we talking about the same show? I really thought he was, like, confused. I was like, Ron, I'm not talking about the pre-show. I'm talking about the show. 
And when he, I think it was like the fifth time he said it, I was like, oh, you do know what I'm asking you. Okay, <laughs> well. What the? When, you, when you saw it in the recap, that's when you finally believed it. Like, wow, they really did that. Okay. I mean, but they had some good performers, some A-list performers, didn't they? Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, there was talent there, yeah. but it's just like. So you just so I'm saying like as in bringing the best of the best to start bringing in people. Yeah, like we just had five hip hop albums drop from some of our high Thank biggest you. celebrities, and were any of them there? Thank you. I mean, I'm not a big fan of that guy, but to your point, this is in the month of June, and this has been the good music month. How do you guys not have one good music artist there? Or one good music produced artist there. Not one. And I understand like. You think BT's broke? No, nah, I ain't going to say that. Because again, it's Viacom. So, you know, they would show up to the MTV Awards. And maybe, I mean, I know everybody has stuff going on. And I'm not even coming at J or B because we know they, they're on tour. And to their credit, they have supported BT. In, in big ways over the past few years where they were the only names. Um, but I mean, I'm going to put it out there. Where was, where was Drake? You got an album coming out Friday. I know you don't right. need the promo, but where were you? Where was Bruno? Uh, well, Bruno is on tour too, to be fair. And he was there last year. But I mean, like, where was he at? Where, where are all these people who depend on the black dollar? For the year, and we talked about this with the Soul Train Awards. You depend on our money all year, but then when we come to, you know, we want you there to support us, you're sending us video messages, and you are, or not showing up at all. Like, it just, it, it, it seems so weird, but I bet you when those Grammys come around, and I get it, it's the Grammys, but I bet you when they come around, y'all be front row, looking stupid when you go 0 for 8. Sorry, Jay Z. That was <clears throat> sorry. I should do. Okay, I'm see. Sorry. Next topic. I ain't mean to do it. Well, honestly, what were some of you guys like? Let's hey, let's go there. What, what were your favorite and worst moments of the night? All right, let me see. I'll 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 start since I barely watched it. Um, so I don't even know if I get a vote. Um. <laughs> uh, like I said, my favorite part was the Jamie Foxx introduction to uh, for uh, what was the what's the award called again? I keep I can't the keep Lifetime it. Achievement Award for Anita Baker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just love that whole um, performance and just seeing her so like excited and listening to all her old songs being you know resung and I thought that was pretty dope. Um, but like the rest of it, I just was just, I don't know, I was bored. Yeah. So I just stopped watching. Someone earlier said like, and I didn't even think about this, but they were like, how many awards did you actually see on the show? Versus, and I know like, hey, it's supposed to be performance heavy, but the amount of time that Jamie Foxx was just on stage, to me being awkward, I was like, can we get anybody else up here to present something or do something? Because it was just some awkward moments with uh, Donald Glover slash Childish Gambino. 
and with Michael B. Jordan. And it was like, is, is, yeah. is this on purpose or what's happening? Those are my and least favorite moments. Sad. And that's sad because you would think, okay, having Jamie Foxx on there would like promote it, make it even bigger. And if you're making Jamie Foxx awkward, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that's very sad. Yeah, like that whole pulling the celebrities up on the stage when you didn't know what they were supposed to be doing. Like you, you plan to make that look like it's spontaneous. You don't actually do that because then that's what you get. People standing there for like, "What do you want me to do? Right? What do you want from me?" Like, why didn't Childish Gambino so perform? Just going back to that, I don't get that. I get it, but I don't. Great question. Sorry, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't even know. I guess I'd say my favorite one would also be the the Anita Baker tribute. I was really trying to see if I could find another highlight. Just to showcase something else, but there's nothing else I would say that touched that for me. Yeah, I, I will give a shout out to Meek Mill. I thought the overall performance was good. I mean, the production was great. Um, yeah. Wait, and Janelle Monae. I mean, I don't want to like leave her out. That's my. Oh wait, yeah, Janelle Monae. Yeah, she was another highlight. Yeah. Yeah, my man, I almost forgot about that. She did great. See, I watch it next year. <laughs> if I remember a song, because honestly, if Brian tells us what he wanted to watch, <laughs> I don't know if I would have even known <laughs> until it was too late. That's another point, though, Ron. <laughs> a lot of people was like, wait, what? It's on tonight? Like, it was so random. <laughs> like, oh, I had no idea it was on tonight or that it was going to come on tonight. And I feel like I remember when they announced it. I even remember when they announced Jamie Foxx was going to host. But then that was like the last I heard of it. Until I like was on online, like on a blog or something. And they're like, oh yeah, they're performing at the BET Awards tonight. I was like, tonight? Damn, I'm glad. <laughs> 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 glad I said something. Because, <laughs> man. And I feel like that's never the case. I'll be honest, I found... That's the way I found out about the BET Awards or even on was I finished watching a movie and I was trying to scroll through the channels to see what, if I could watch anything on TV. And I was like, oh, BET Awards are on. And that's when I started watching. And it only lasted however long that um, Anita Baker tribute was. Oh, wow. Your So I watched like a little bit after that and I was like, all right, yeah, let's move on. Man, but I think I do. I, I think no, I'm not gonna even give like what I think the BET Awards should do. I'm just excited for like the new leadership at BET, and I I know there's like a lot of expectations. Um, I just hope that they go for it and like try something new. Um, and and just go for it. Like don't. Don't just go and rest on your laurels or rest on what what has worked in 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 the past. Like, go for something new. Like, take us to the next level. That's what I hope they do. They are. I did say they're picking up Blackish, so that's a great step. Yeah, that's definitely something that they should be uh, having running on there. Man, do better, y'all. Well, all right. Let's go ahead and keep moving on. To the next topic for tonight. So, 50 Cent put himself back onto the Twitter timeline, Instagram timeline, all over the place for taking shots at Terry Crews for stepping forward with his sexual harassment uh, claims. 
So, I mean, I don't think anyone was surprised that 50 Cent would do something like this. I think he's, at this point, a well-established piece of shit troll. Like, I mean, this, this is what he, this that's his brand these days. Like, <laughs> honestly, I know less of his music, if he's even still making music, than I do of his Instagram shenanigans at this point in his career. Damn. So, did you guys see the post that he uh, put up? Damn, that's really true. Like, yep. how many people don't even know 50 Cent was a musician? <laughs> right. There's like legit people out there that just think that 50 Cent is just some Twitter personality or Instagram personality. Wow. Yep. Never even heard Get Rich or Die Try. Damn. Yeah, but I saw the post. Man, talk about switching up your image. I saw the post. But just, just to give like some background, so Terry Crews was part of or has an open sexual assault case. I know it was either denied or something at one level of the court. I don't know like, how, the, how the whole judicial system works. But I know he was giving a testimony to the Senate today in regards to his sexual assault. Um, now, we talked about this a while ago when it first became public news. Um, and look, Terry has been very, very vocal, very, very honest about what happened to him. And kind of some of the fallout. Like, he's lost some jobs. He's lost some, some I would say, industry friends and lost some industry mentors. Um, and a lot of people, I mean, a lot of his own people have made fun of him um, for what he went through. But credit to him, he has yet to, like, back down. He's, I would say, he's even more vocal now than what he was when it first started to come out. And... That's how we got here today, <laughs> with uh, 50 Cent posting what he did post. Mm. And uh, what really upset me uh, the most about the 50 posts is just that I know that there are, just based off the interactions that he got, that there are thousands upon thousands of people who feel the same way and still don't see the issue. Right. It's like, how do we have all this stuff going on and people still don't see the issue? Right. But I feel, and I bet you those thousands of people are the same men that are always like but men get assaulted too when they don't want to hear like feminists talk about assault or women talking about assault or sexual harassment and it's just it's just annoying because the same reason this is this is exactly why people who do get abused don't Don't do it in like in our public it's like we talk about the stigma in males and being you know vulnerable and Here's a guy who obviously, yes, physique-wise, he's a huge buff black dude. Like everything you fear in a body, in a body, uh, <clears throat> in a bouncer. Like somebody, if I saw that dude in the streets, I'm walking the opposite way. Like that yeah. type of stuff. And he was vulnerable enough to speak out about his assault. And that doesn't that should show you that it doesn't matter how big you are, how strong you are, how important you are, and we can take advantage of you. And. I get it. Fifty has to. You have to keep this persona of being this, like Ron said, piece of shit, you know, troller. But there's some things you also got to put a limit to. Like if all the things, <laughs> this one should have been like, uh, you know what? I'm not gonna crack jokes on this because this is important. As a fellow black male, like that sucks. You know how many black? There's so many black men, young boys that are going through sexual assault sexual harassment that we don't know about and this was a chance for them to see another black male you know 
stand up for it and speak against it, it gives it gives hopes to people. Like I don't, so I don't agree. I definitely don't agree with the fifty on that. I don't. It's fifty, yes, but we can't let him slide like that. So hopefully, of course, he's gonna keep doing what he does. It's fifty. He doesn't give a shit. That's one person that doesn't give a fuck about anything, obviously. But damn. Yeah, Conrad, I feel like you it hit, was cr- hit it on the head. Like the fact that. This is the reason why people don't speak up. And there are guys and 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 boys and I mean think think of the little boys, alright? Who may be being abused or maybe going through things like this and they won't speak up simply because they don't want to be made fun of in the way that this guy that they know on social media is making fun of this other famous guy. And like, oh, if if they're gonna do that to him, and they have money, and they have fame, and they have all this stuff, what what are what what are people gonna do to me if I say something? And look, Fifty has always shown us who he is. All right, so for us to expect anything different from him would be uh, on us for even thinking that way. Like, I don't expect anything better from that guy. Um, but it's just unfortunate that. This is such an important conversation, and, and Terry Crews really is helping out so many people um, that we even have to take a moment away from that important conversation to address this stupid stuff. And the fact that you do go on Twitter, you do go on Instagram, and you look, all you gotta do is look at the comments. Actually, don't look at the comments, okay? Because it can take <laughs> it take you down a wormhole, but. If you look at it, you mm. see the issue, and, and you look at the examples that these supporters of Fifty statement. You look at some of the examples they use. It's like, die. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? But Ron, what you think? It's it's <clears throat> it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, do I want to stop supporting Fifty and his music? But it's like, does that even matter? Like, like what we were saying earlier, that's not how he's making his money these days. Like, he just got a million dollars off of creating a, a hashtag slogan on Instagram. So, it really doesn't feel like there's anything I, I personally could do to hurt Fifty Cent. I mean, I'm definitely not buying tickets to any of his shows anytime soon. And it's like one of those things where if we can't actually do anything to him, is there any way that, that him and people like him are actually going to learn? Like, there's not going to be any repercussions from this. And there's nothing that's going to be tell people this isn't okay. Sure. Well. Because 50's not going to apologize. We all know that. He's done worse. No. I mean. No, he's, yeah, you know, this, this is even on, like, this might not even dude, be a top five offensive. Yeah. My guy released a porno. Of one of his yeah. exes. Like, come on. <laughs> like, right. He does not care. Nah. He's going to move on like he does every other time and find his next victim. Right. So, I, uh, damn, that is but, a good question. Like, what do you do? I mean, the easy answer is just to ignore him. Like, I don't follow 50 Cent. I don't. I, I wa- Look, I watch Power. I'm going to be watching Power this Sunday. Um, and I know that's his show. Mm-hmm. I think that's all I do that kind of supports 50 cents but yeah just ignore them like stay over there and look all I say is I'm gonna watch power but I don't have the station that it comes on so I don't feel like I'm doing hey. too much to support him <laughs> <laughs> so Sunday dinner at your place again you said oh. I don't have a station do you have <laughs> cause I have to watch it the next day 
Um, yeah, I mean, you really just gotta ignore his his antics, um, because he's gonna still do what he does. He's gonna, like Ron said, he makes his money other ways. Um, but it was it's kind of well, it's not funny, but just one person, I guess I, I'll say whose man's his uncle, Uncle Russ. Oh man, Uncle yeah, Rush. I forget about that. He thought he could get away with commenting on his page and not being exposed. But what the funny thing is, when you comment on someone's page and you get a lot of likes on your comment, Instagram found out a way to expose you by putting you first. Like, once you see the post, the first comment that had the most likes or the biggest hits is the first thing that shows up when you're scrolling. So Uncle Rush thought he could hide. And they found you. Like we tell you, don't be a who's mask. We're going to find you. But you don't want to listen. But of all people to laugh, of all people, who was, wasn't he allegedly in a scandal? Oh, no, he while? still is. I don't even think his stuff is cleared up. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, very much is. Huh? It's, exactly. Yeah. Of all the people to laugh. If I were Russell Simmons, I probably mm. would not have a Instagram right now. Like... <laughs> I would probably cancel that until all this stuff is figured out. I definitely would not comment on and and to be fair, like Terry Crews had a very public interview last week on the Breakfast Club because uh, he's out promoting his new movie. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's with Lakeith Stanfield and Tessa Thompson. Uh, it looks really good. Um, but he called out Russell. And called out Russell for some of his hypocritical comments and the fact that he's actually really good friends with the guy that Terry Crews is accusing. So it's just very interesting that he would even comment on the situation, thinking about all the stuff that he's going through right now uh, as part of the same movement that Terry's talking out in support of. Um, It's crazy. But I wanted to ask you guys something. Well, anyway. Or say something. Uh-huh. Um, so I was listening to The Breakfast Club yesterday. Yeah, I know. Like, that's my show now. Uh, I listen to the podcast. You guys should try it. Shout out to Nell. Um, and there was this... It was a made-up story, I think. Uh, so I won't even go into the details in case it's not true. I don't want to, you know, get in trouble with people. But there was a question they posed to the audience. And they said it was to the guys in the audience. And I feel like these, all these guys who answered this question are probably the same people who are liking uh, 50 Cent's post today. But it was a question, if another guy came up to you and said you're sexy or commented on, on you being sexy, would you, what would you do? And basically one of the options was like, would you slap them? Because of something that happened over this weekend. Um, but... I heard there were like four guys who came on or called in and one woman. Four out of five of those people said that they would slap them or slap the person. They would be okay with that. The woman even was part of that number saying, well, you know, if he slapped him, I can't even be mad because he protected his manhood. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) your manhood got to be protected that much that you got to slap somebody because they made a comment about you. And, you know, like, they trolled a little bit. Charlamagne said what he said, and it didn't go nowhere. 
But uh, I just thought that was really interesting, like, to hear that dialogue between, like, men who feel like if another man makes another uh, comment about them, they feel like they have to physically harm that man. Like, I'm gonna, I'll answer that question, because I would say old Conrad, uh, who wasn't exposed, was not as open to um, situations of that matter, and AKA homophobe, uh, would have, I, I don't think I'd ever put my hands on someone, but I probably would just felt very, very uncomfortably like being around that person. Like not make, like as in so uncomfortable, it's like you, I would probably be like disgusted by the person. Um, it's not till like, of course, like when I got to college and uh, making friends with um, people that were gay and in the uh, LGBT community and like knowing who they were as people. Uh, so crazy situation or not even crazy, just a story that happened to me was at work and uh, I'm in the elevator and uh, <clears throat> one of the guys, uh, he's... He's like he works in like the food services or the environmental services in the hospital, and he walks into the elevator. It's just him and I, and he like, you know, smiles at me. I smile back, nothing crazy. And then he starts giggling, and he's like, "Oh my god, you're so cute. You're just so sexy." Da, 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 saying all this stuff, and I mean, all what what else can I do? But honestly, say, "Hey, thanks, I appreciate it," and just look back down on my phone, right? Uh, and he was like making remarks, like, you know. I'll, I'll, if I only could put you in my backpack oh, and take you with me, like stuff like that. But yeah, like <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. But uh, I didn't feel like any type of like. I was like, man, he's just he thinks I'm attractive. Okay, and it's not, and if it's like almost hypocritical for us uh, males to get offended when another person of the same sex finds attractive, because what do you think girls go through and women go through every single day of their lives? that unwanted approach on them or you know um and for guys it's like oh why aren't you why aren't you acknowledging that i say you you're beautiful like why don't you say you're welcome with something and then you get mad and you call them a you know the b word or you know some slang or some slander to them because they didn't appreciate they didn't appreciate you saying that they they look a certain way so that was kind of a reality check for me it was like Really, why should I even get mad? The person didn't touch me. They didn't do anything inappropriate to me. Um, so I have no reason to even be mad in the first place other than just say thank you. Now, if you do other stuff and try to, like, inappropriate, like touch me, or then, then maybe there'll be some, you know, situation where I may have to get physical with you. But it's the same exact thing. Like, I have friends who are like, man, I can't, I can't take it if a gay dude hits on me. What he do? All he said was, "You cute. You ugly. You think you're ugly, right? If you don't think you're cute, then you must think you're ugly." Uh, so that's how I looked at it. And yeah, I, I mean, if someone said that to me, it's just thank you and carry along. What else? What else do you? Man, unless somebody come up to me and call me sassy, I'm gonna be like, "I am. <laughs> I've been working on my stuff. Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been going to workouts like twice a week. And, you know, I play tennis. By the time I get done, they probably be like, "Look, I didn't even mean it like that." <laughs> like, 
It's cool, man. <laughs> I, I take it all back. I ain't know he's gonna get here. <laughs> like, you want to work out? Hold up. You want to be friends? <laughs> hey, man, do better. Come on, y'all. You ain't gotta physically assault people because they give you a compliment. If, if you don't want the compliment, ignore it. Keep it moving. All right. If nobody's assaulting assaulting you, don't assault them. Keep your hands to yourself, though. Pretty much, that's what it all comes down to. I think also definitely got to change that stigma of like I feel like people who are like that are just insecure about themselves sure. in a way, or it's like or not comfortable with them. You know, people say protect your manhood, but a lot of people, if you're protecting your manhood to that extent, you're not comfortable with your mm-hmm. manhood yet. Or know what your manhood is yet um, I don't know it's just I hate this I shouldn't use hate because it's a strong word but like I dislike when people especially when I speak with men or boys like men have to do this and men have to act like this and we're not supposed to cry and or show vulnerability because you know we gotta protect our man and I get it but there's an extent where you gotta be like alright chill dog that's just me. No, I'm right there with Change you. Change your ways. Open your mind, fellas. Yep. Open your minds. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and kick it into the next section for tonight. So, big thing that popped up over the weekend that everyone's been talking about is old Miss Permit Patty. So, oh, for, for anyone who may not be <laughs> in tune with what was going on, because it's mainly a social media thing, so I know a lot of people may not be on there, so... Basically, what happened is this woman, Allison, I'm actually not going to her name ain't important. True. She permanent patty. Permanent patty. So, <laughs> Your she, name is not even important. Right. <laughs> so, she comes upon this little black girl who was out selling water bottles on the street in front of her, uh, wherever it is that they live, so she could save up some money to go to Disney World or whatever it was that she wanted to go. And permanent patty sees this, and she decides that she has an issue with it, and she decided that because that little girl doesn't have a permit, she doesn't need to be out there, and she apparently calls the cops. So that's where we all get tuned in when the video starts, and I believe it's the mother of the daughter who is recording her, basically stenching on her, but you know, I ain't mad at her. You do what you gotta do in this situation. <laughs> you went right on this one. And oh, really and shut this whole woman life down man. since then. So ever since she'd been put on, like her whole face was on display. Everyone was able to identify her. Everyone found out what she was doing by the end of the day. Her whole career has been like interrupted. It's it's been hell for this woman for the past few days. I want to talk so what do y'all about think of the whole situation. We get time. Yes. We, got, we got time. So let's go ahead and get into it. What do y'all think about it? What do you think about her? What do you think of the situation? So remember when I was talking about last week how every weekend or every week we have to add. Something wild black. Mm-hmm. Here we yeah. Go. Selling selling water as a young girl while mm-hmm. black. Do you know I just this is the only issue I have with this, besides the fact is that you go into a white suburb and you have these, you know, really cute white kids out doing their thing, selling their lemonade, and not a damn person is saying not a word. Damn thing. Or they post up selling on diabetes. Oh, they post up on the Man, uh, or they post up on uh, the boardwalks selling their lemonade or selling some, something, and no one is saying anything. And this little girl is trying to raise money to go to Disney World, selling water, dog, water. Like what does like? 
how many people like what does that it you needed some water she needed some water she looked like she needed some water she looked like she was going to go work out well, at least she was acting like she was going to work out she was wearing workout clothes so you should have got some water quenched that thirst brought you back to reality just had to not mind your business so what so what she said just to like tell the other side of the story she said she was working from home and it was hot so she had the windows open i mean i thought that's why they had air conditioning but i'm, I'm not woke um and <laughs> she said that the mother and the daughter were extremely loud, yelling at people to buy water. So she said she initially went downstairs to ask them to be quiet. And I guess from there, the mother, she said that the mother actually told her that if you have a problem, call the police. And that's when the whole permit conversation came in. But the thing I thought was funny is she's clearly on the phone, but now she's saying that she was faking <laughs> calling the police. And like, there's a whole wow. issue that we could talk about on, you know, a white person calling the police on a black person and all the all the the trouble that can come from that, like the life and death trouble that can come from that. But who got time to fake call the police? Like, <laughs> Patty, like. Oh. You got you got time to fake call the police? <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh man. I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get these people. Like you can't go nowhere, you can't can't go to Starbucks. You can't sell water. What was it the other week? You can't I, I mean so many of them you kinda lose it. Like you can't be on your Barbecue's job. Starbucks, barbecue. Bar you can't barbecue. Don't I, I'd be damned if you barbecue because you know you got too much seasoning on your meat. You know how dare you have flavor? <laughs> you clogging up the air. Can't even breathe out here. I mean, all that seasoning in there. Like, at what point does like the police step in and say, "Hey, like it is a crime to call the police on an issue that is not really a crime." I forget the name for it, so I just tried to explain it, but. <laughs> That you can't get in trouble for that. <laughs> when do these people start getting in trouble for calling the police over issues that are not necessary for the police to be involved in? Like, when does that happen? That's all I'm looking for. That's what I want the next viral video to be. Like, oh, actually, we got a few videos that came out of white people acting stupid and calling the police on brown people and the police coming with them shackles to shackle them up and not us. And we looking at y'all laughing. Like we need that to happen way more often, cause this is getting out of control. <laughs> people, people, yeah, acting crazy, yeah, acting crazy out here, Patty. <laughs> All right, so, so like I mentioned earlier, though, she, there's been a lot of backlash for this. Like she's lost a lot of her partnerships with her job, and she's really seemed like her whole life's been put on a, a quick standstill. So, me, what you saying earlier? You want to talk a little bit about what it is she does for her? Okay, so yeah, and I'm not gonna call the name of her company, cause. She ain't paying us for no promotion. But if you want to pay us, you know, hey. Uh, <laughs> but apparently she has a company, <laughs> a company that gives cannabis weed to dogs. And hey, I've heard of this there before, you know, like cannabis can be used as a pain, um, you know, what do you call it? Pain medication, not medication, but pain reliever. Um Really? You can use this for your pets to calm them down and treat whatever illness they may be having or help them 
through whatever ailments they be, may be having. Um, but it's interesting. She describes her company as like a, cause she doesn't have a permit, obviously, cause you know, weed is not legal nationwide. Um, so she says she operates on a don't ask, don't tell policy. So how ironic that Permit Patty has a whole company built around <laughs> not having permits, but she caused the put, well, she fake caused the police on this beautiful child trying to get to Mickey and them. Like, like what, what type of universe mm. is this that this happens? <laughs> and now you can't, now, you know who I feel bad about? The dogs. They can't get they stuff because <laughs> you done fucked up they supply. <laughs> now, they out here like, where my new connect at? The dogs got to find a new connect because you got to keep your mouth shut. Damn you, Patty. Damn. Snoop and Woof Woof and, and King. They out here, now they got to go out in the streets, the dangerous streets, and try to find a new connect. Man, you just messed it up for everybody. <laughs> and white people love their pets, so I'm surprised y'all not more mad. Like, your dog got to be pissed by now. It's been a few days, and they ain't got their <laughs> usual <be>. treat. <laughs> they, they want their treat. They ain't got his fix. <laughs> hey, Margaret, where's my treat at? Roof, 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 roof. <laughs> That's dog language. We got roof. The dog start putting some bass in his voice. Yeah, roof, 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 roof. <laughs> I'm gonna tear all your shit up. That's what the dog said, not me. But hey, uh, man. But like on some real stuff though, if she really did fake calling the cops or whatever she says, she basically just used the whole. Like what we are in the society right now of what blacks and black people think of cops. And she knows right now that black people and cops, that's just frightening. So you try to scare a a little eight year old girl um, by calling the police on her because you know that if I call the police, it should stop her right away because they know that, oh, the police comes is usually never going to my life. Fifty fifty, my life could be in danger and i think someone said i think um someone said it on who show i think it was on uh it's a late night show wow why can i think of his name right now south african guy um, um trevor noah trevor noah uh he had a guest that basically uh said the same thing i think it's dulce uh, saloon or salon or and it's just like like come on like I just think it was a waste of time. I don't know if she was angry. She had to have been just angry. So she said, I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be petty at the yeah. same time. But it sucks because it didn't work. And then you on TV crying. Nah. <gasps> I just don't know why. <laughs> I get all these emails. I know people hating on me. And I lost my job. And I told you you're going to be a who's man. All right. <laughs> Because we're going right. to at you, no. Allison. We're going to at you. All right? I want you to see this heat. All right? That's coming your way. Man. All right, but look. So, uh, can I be devil's advocate uh, for, like, go. just a quick minute? Here we go. Because, look. Unpopular. Uh, I do got to admit there's one part of this whole thing that makes me uncomfortable. And that's just this whole witch hunting aspect of the situation. 
Now, what I mean by that is that, like, Hunt. yeah, so, like, Family Guy did an episode about this maybe with the, in the past year or two that kind of really made me start to look at this a little bit differently. Because in, in their episode, Brian the dog had tweeted out something stupid, and he went to go watch a movie. And by, by the time he came out the movie, everyone, his whole stupid tweet went viral, everyone was calling him racist, and then his whole world got turned upside down over a bad joke. Now, this is a way different situation. This wasn't a bad joke. This was definitely her in the wrong. So don't get me wrong at any point here. She was definitely in the wrong. But I do think that it's dangerous for us to be so willing to just swarm on a, a woman and cr- destroy her entire life as a society, make her lose her job, make her lose everything she's worked for because she got painted bad in the uh, story that we that we saw. And to the point of like, she didn't never even actually call the cops, maybe. They just told her she did, and now we've destroyed her life. And I don't feel no sorry for her. Like, I ain't shed no tears, but it is just a little bit worrisome that just by getting the story to spread and being able to paint that narrative in those 15 seconds of that video, this woman was able to get a hold of the person's life destroyed. But I mean, I'm thinking about it like she just, she could have affected that uh, young girl's life by doing what she did. Um, granted, she's, and the only, like, again, the only reason she's even in the news is because of what social media is now. So she could have probably got away with it. And. So she's going to, now the next time there's a situation, anytime there's a situation she doesn't like and there's black people involved, she's going to call the cops in something that doesn't need to be called. Now, I, I agree with you that they don't need to, like, there's no reason to send death threats yes. and, yes. you know, try to, you know, hurt her in any type of way. But I do think she needs to be exposed in some way because she felt like she had the power to come out there and be like, y'all need to stop, right? So when it turns ugly, then she's. You know, like they say, keep the same energy. If you felt like they were being loud, you should have said that. Like, yeah, I didn't like that they were being loud. And the mama said, call the cops. So I called the cops. She didn't like it. She started recording me. Keep that you know? same I mean, That's exactly what she did. That. And that, has done, it's, that doesn't help her at all at this point. Like, it's she can come out and say whatever she wants. Once that side of the story is out there and that's the side that goes viral, <laughs> it, don't give, it don't matter nothing that she says from here on out. We don't but care. But I, I think the way she came, I think the way she came on the, on the, on her, you know, news thing is what even made it worse for her. Like, she really was trying to play the victim card. Like, she didn't do anything yeah. wrong, and she wasn't meaning to be, like, you know. But I don't know. I just feel like it's still the same. Like, you took your time to come out there and do what you did, and then it didn't turn out like you wanted to turn out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, let's think about this one because I really don't don't want to defend her because I do not agree with anything that she's done. So let's think about this a little bit more abstractly. Like, if someone whips out a phone, like let's say you're in a parking lot and get into disagreement with somebody, and they they whip out their phone and create this whole backstory for why they're pulling out their phone on you, and now all we have is you on camera saying "get this phone out my face" for 15 seconds, but but now the whole world thinks you're racist or that you hate women or something because this whole story they painted and now your whole life gets ruined you lose your job all your friends are like yo i thought i knew conrad but i don't know anymore that's the power that this type of stuff is starting to have that's what it seems like to me it's just a little worrisome that we are so quick to just make such huge impacts based off so little information you know i i ron i get where you're coming from all right and conrad i love what you said about keep that same energy um, because I feel like there has been just so many people in history who public public oh whoa that's a word public publicly publicly <laughs> you got it Brian go ahead boy you can talk sometimes 
Uh, <laughs> they present this one image. And usually that image is connected to a dollar. And they know if they mess up that image that, you know, they're going to lose that dollar. But privately, they're horrible human beings. And for years, they have been allowed to just live in that public space. Like, hey, all you know of me is that I'm good for this and I will give you this product and you're going to give me money and and you're going to feel good about it because you think I'm a good person. And I feel like now, hey... You, if you if you say something crazy or do something crazy or say say something stupid or do something stupid, you have to pay for your actions. And I do like Ron. This this is where I come over to you. Like, I mean, I would hate for it to happen to me if I said something stupid. I mean, look, don't nobody follow me on Twitter, and I don't want y'all to start. But <laughs> God forbid, I you know <laughs> felt a little funny, felt a little froggy, so I jumped on Twitter. And saying something off the wall, and that's now who I am to the world or to the public, if you will. Like I would, I would struggle with that. And you know, I was watching, I was watching this documentary over the weekend, and in no way am I supporting this guy at all. Um, but it made me think about what you're talking about, Ron. And it was a documentary called Stranger Fruit. It's about the Mike Brown situation, the 17-year-old kid who was gunned down by police in Saint in Ferguson, Missouri, um, a few years ago, and it was from the family side, like trying to explain the cover-up that they think happened. Um, but while I was watching, I remember thinking it, it was just a, a short thought, but I was like, you know, that person, the guy who the the killer. His life is ruined forever. And I'm not saying that he he deserves any of our thoughts or deserves any of our, like, any anything from us. He doesn't deserve anything from us. But it did just make me think, like, in an instant, in an instant, your life can be changed forever. Based off of one decision, one thing that you do. And that's why it's so important to to be mindful of what you're doing and, like, act with the best intention and... and be kind and be nice to people and be respectful of people because you could lose all your shit if you're not doing the right thing. Uh, and that's a scary, that's scary, but that is the world we live in now. And it's like, do you not, like, if I find out, if, if I find out who you really are or the person that you really are based off of this one experience, because that ultimately is who she is. She came down those stairs she had that interaction. She saw what it was. She could have totally chose to go back upstairs. I, I mean, I would have been all right if she just yelled at him, like, shut the hell up. Y'all too loud. And went back upstairs. And then the mom would have said, oh, like, this lady coming down yelling at us. Like, I don't feel like it would have been the same reaction. But anytime you try to get the police involved and you know that this is regarding an eight-year-old girl, you're kind of showing your true colors in a way. And I should have the right, as someone who may support your business or support whatever you're offering to the public i should have the right to make that decision now to never support you again you got no disagreement from me there i think the only thing i want to add on to that is that we also as being members of society need to be more cognizant of the things we're reacting to 
Because like I was trying to say is that we yeah. we all reacted off this 12, 15 second video mm-hmm. because this woman told us what happened before she cut the camera on. And the next thing we know, that that's this woman's life now. Like, don't get me wrong, I believe that's what happened and I don't have any doubt about it, but I just could easily see a whole other situation where story gets fabricated because of an altercation and now people are reacting and now people's lives are getting ruined because of a scenario that never even happened because they knew that they had the power to make that happen because they see stuff like this happen. We, we want to believe that this stuff is happening so we can react to it until we get stopped. So it's that easy. Just cut the camera on and say it happened, show them on her phone, and boom, you got a story. Yeah. I mean, you have a great point. And everyone's trying to get viral somehow. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, that's the worst part. I can't even see someone pretending to be a victim or pretending to be a bad guy just so they can get their name out there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there's this, like, powerful... Very valid point. There's this powerful passage that um, I heard... I hear a lot of people say, I heard it from Whoopi Goldberg, you know, the great, uh, the goat. Um, okay. Um, oh. <laughs> and it says, like, it's just simply there but for the grace of God go I, which means, like, you know, I don't, I don't wish bad on anyone. I don't wish for anyone to lose what they built. I don't wish for anyone to do stupid stuff like this lady did. Um, because it could, totally be me tomorrow and while i can call this lady out and say you are stupid for what you did you know i'm not gonna sit here and say she deserves any type of threats on her life like i wish people would stop that that is so not necessary okay um and ultimately you are now wishing that karma on yourself because you're putting that bad energy out there like i wish people wouldn't do that but if you are a person who supports that person, like, whether it be financially, yeah, whether it be financially, like, you do have the right now to say, I don't support you anymore. And that's based off of the, the decision that this lady made. And nothing that she has put out there says that, I mean, the fact that she said, like, I was not really calling the police, but I was faking it. Even that statement alone just lets me know, like, so you never for a minute thought, like, what harm doing this could, could, what that could do to this little girl who's now in this situation. I think that's the part that's kind of being missed because a lot of people are just framing it as the mom and Patty as opposed to, like, what this little girl was experiencing at the time. That it's ultimately trauma on this little girl. Like, that to me is, like, enough for me to say, Patty, like, some stuff is going to happen to you. But can you also argue that by not actually calling the cops, she was trying to look out for her? No, because I feel like if she really was trying to look out for her, she would have been like, hey, like, sweetie, I understand you're trying to sell water, but I'm trying to work right now. Is it okay if you guys can keep it down a little bit? I, think I mean, it's not like they were past that point. Always. I'm sorry, that's where it started, but you know well, that definitely past that point. Well, I don't know. For me, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that um, if, if you are looking out for, I guess so in your case, you would think that if she came down in a polite manner or in like a, you know, welcoming manner to engage the mom and the daughter, that the mom probably snapped back and was like, I can do whatever I want, and then the lady got mad? I mean, I don't know, but it's not, it's definitely a possibility. I'm just saying, cause if, because I'm just thinking that there's in every situation is a way to approach things, right? 
and maybe this chick, this uh, patty lady came down screaming and hollering and like didn't give the day of time. But at the same time, also like <clears throat> she does have her right to be able to be in her house and do her work and not be interrupted sure. in some sort of way. But I feel like if she was looking out for, if she was looking out for this young girl and what she was doing and she was saying and she took it to the next level I'm going to fake call the police she could just went in the side or she could have been like if she she could have been like hey look I'm trying to work in here I see what you're doing like I don't have a problem with it but can y'all just you know tone it down just a little bit if that was the situation I, I can't see how it would have turned into an escalation unless the the mom snapped back like you don't tell us what oh, to yeah. do and da, 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 this and that and I could very see, I could very so, easily see that being the case. Oh, I, like, I feel I see like that I know that more likely than I see it not happening. Yeah, I feel like, like we all know <laughs> that neither side is telling the full truth. Like that mom definitely said something to her. I can believe that Patty came down and said, "Hey, you guys are pretty loud. Do you mind like being a bit more quiet?" I could see the mom saying, "No, like." <laughs> It's our, I deserve to be here, and we're going to sell this water, and we got to be loud so people know we over here, and I can see Patty getting flustered and being like, well, you know, and I can see the mom being petty. Well, I'm yeah, I can see the mom being petty, like, well, if you got a problem with it, go call somebody, and it's just going from there, and I mean, the issue is, like, I don't want to put all white people in this butt bucket, but the patties, the barbecue Beckys of the world, they don't have the words to fight back. So how do they fight back? They use their privilege. Whereas we have been groomed to use our words in many colorful ways <laughs> that they just don't they they don't possess that same that same power that we have. So I, I believe they both were wrong, probably. Allegedly, I feel like I should say that, but it doesn't take away from me that that eight-year-old girl was in the middle of all this. So regardless of what they went yeah. through, somebody should have came to their mind and said, "Hey, I even I don't even like the fact that the mom now has posted this video everywhere and this little girl's face is everywhere. I don't even like that. Yeah, like that bothers. I don't like me. that either. Um. But I feel like some thought needs to go back to this little girl and thinking like, hey, what I did was wrong on both sides and I want to make sure that that she's okay. I hope she's okay in this whole situation. Like she has had the weirdest week of her life, her young life. And where does she go from here? She's going to Disneyland or world. We know that. But um Hopefully she'll be okay after that. Yeah. I think that's a good note to end it on. Just mind your business. Yeah. Just mind your business. Mind your business and leave the kids alone. So let's go ahead and get to one more thing we got to talk about tonight. Be able to pass it off to you to go ahead and introduce this one. Hey, okay. So I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with the top of the story. So we intentionally, uh, I think we mentioned it or spoke about it a little bit last week, but we have kind of stayed away from the topic of the family separations that's happening at the border and and all of the really just evil things happening um, in this country right now by the administration who's in charge. Um, and the reason we've done that is because 
we hope to like be give you guys a break from that. We hope to be that relief for you. Um, and you get that everywhere else, to be honest with you. It's on every channel, all day, every day. You can't even go on social media now. You know, you can't even follow your funny people, your friends and stuff without you having to run into it. So we didn't talk about it, but something that's come from it is that, you know, Americans are starting, Americans who don't agree with that administration, you know, they president, um, are starting to speak up in their own ways. So I think it was a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, the Secretary of Homeland Security, Kirsten Nielsen, we could probably give her a permanent patty name too, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> she was at a Mexican restaurant of all places having a business meeting and, you know, people got wind of it. Hmm. And basically uh, made it very, very uncomfortable for her. So uh, she left. I'm sure she didn't even get a bite of her uh, enchilada that she probably ordered. She looks like an enchilada girl. (laughs) Um, And then this weekend, the press secretary, they press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, what a name, um, went to Red Hen Restaurant. And I don't know where Red Hen is. But I'm going to find out, and I'm going to be there. And I hope y'all got some flavor in y'all food, because if not, I might be leaving too. But uh, <laughs> no, bro, Sarah went to the restaurant, <laughs> and the owner, what hasn't been discussed, which I feel like is not fair, the owner did not just deny service to Sarah. The owner had had employees at her restaurant who are a part of the LGBT community, who are of Mexican descent who said they didn't feel comfortable serving Sarah. So the owner took a leadership role and said, hey, our employees don't feel comfortable serving you, so we're going to ask you to leave the restaurant. Which, I mean, if you're following this administration, they've supported other uh, companies and, and vendors to deny rights to LGBT customers and things of that sort. So... Hey, it seems seems like that should be okay. But what has come from this is a lot of discussion on from the left and the right and the center on is this fair? And it's kind of boiling into this moment now where Maxine Waters came out either yesterday or today and said to her supporters that she encourages them to protest and to harass she said those were her words, harass Trump's um, cabinet members to make them feel uncomfortable and get them out of the spaces that you guys occupy. And, of course, Trump replied in his way on Twitter. Uh, and now it's becoming this thing where it's like, is this the right answer? So first, I, I mean, what do you guys think about all this stuff that's happening back and forth uh, on people being denied service? Trump people being denied service. I'm so here for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was quick. Look, uh, not surprising. Uh, response from Ron. <laughs> I don't have any issue with them being denied service based off the shitty stuff that they've been doing and the man they've been letting continue to do shitty stuff. I think there's a tweet that's been floating around that I think summarizes it best that she's being judged by the content of her character and not the color of her skin. <laughs> and that's what it comes down to. 
Because they love to, to pull apart. <laughs> they love it. Hey, hey, we got you. Kyra, what you think? Um, um, I do agree with making people uncomfortable, especially um, the people at the high tables. Because I just, this thing really just, for me, it just, I just can't imagine that people are really doing this. Like, I just, I still don't, like, I don't want to say I don't want to believe it because that makes me very naive because some people are actually going through this stuff. But it's just so mind-blowing that a lady who's a mother is fine with this. Like, I can get Trump. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a damn. I mean, he puts his own kids out there. Um, But, like, I just don't. I see how, and I mean, like, I have friends that are Trump supporters, and I mean, I can't, I mean, I don't feel any different about them as people, but I do, I haven't had time to, like, had a chance to discuss with them something like this, because I just feel like at some point you got to see that this is very inhumane. At some point you got to say, like, okay, yes, there's immigration laws, and yes, there's ways to do this, but leaving two-year-old seven-month-old in cages like dogs and splitting them from their parents doesn't change anything like at least put them together at least keep them together like it just i just doesn't make sense to me and the irony in this is because i feel like let this since we're talking about like keeping them in cages like dogs i saw this cartoon and it was this lost puppy that was put in the cage and this white woman was furious like how could you put this puppy in a cage and throw it in here and and not take care of it and you know they have a has a family and all this stuff and in the background is brown kids in cages and no one's looking at them and it's just like as much as i know people love pets but these dogs and these have better rights than a human being and that was the irony in that cartoon it was just that we're we'll, we'll get mad when we see a dog in a cage, but we won't get mad or upset when you see a seven-year-old, seven-year-old, six-month-old, two-year-old being split from their parents. Granted, whatever the situation is right now, but still doesn't. This is why I talk about like we don't have basic human rights, black and brown people. It's the same shit I always talk about. Like that's a basic human right is to be with like a young kid has every right to be with their mother or father. There's no reason for them to be pulled apart from them. If they're if they're illegal immigrants, they're illegal immigrants together. You don't. Take splitting them apart has nothing to do with that, which does that does doesn't make sense to me. Like a, that's just a necessity for a, a two-year-old to be. Now traumatic. That's for life. Now that's for life. We're talking about trauma. That's for life. That kid. Those kids have just been changed for life. And our administration doesn't feel shitty at all. No fucks given. They'll talk about him. They'll do all stuff and have the nerve to go eat at a Mexican restaurant and feel like, oh, yeah, by the way, let's go have a meeting at, you know, the Mexican restaurant where the people who were were splitting apart and it's telling us stop to our coming in our country. But let's go enjoy their food while they're in cages. Like, what? How do you go home at night? But you know, that's how I feel about it. That's just it's disgusting to me. But I don't know what I don't know where I don't know what, what we can do, where we can go yeah. from here. Um, I don't know. This 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 party has the whole house, so I don't know. 
Alright, so I just have a few thoughts. One, people. I'm going to say all people because I've seen it, black, white, and other, trying to do this. Quit comparing Sarah not getting her meatloaf or Kirsten not getting her uh, enchilada to the civil rights movement and the sit-ins and the abuse that some of our ancestors went through while trying to get equal rights in this company. They're not the same in this company, this country. <laughs> they gonna work. Uh, but in this country, they are not the same, okay? I get where you're trying to go with it, but no, it's not the same, okay? Also, I don't feel comfortable telling people to harass other people. I don't feel comfortable with that. Kind of going back to our, our last topic. You don't have to support those people. You don't even have to provide service to them. But you don't have to harass them because that can be a slippery slope. A slippery slope that can lead to violence, that can lead to, God forbid, but can lead to death, to be quite honest. And I think that's what makes me uncomfortable. And I get that, you know, Auntie Maxine Waters is trying to, you know, get people to speak up and and, and be more vocal and, and share their opinion. And that's okay. That's okay. You can speak up. You can share your opinion. You can stand for, for what you believe. But when you get to the point where you are harassing people, then we're... I mean, at that point, those people are no better than the ones that you are fighting against. So, that's just my thought. That's my thought. But I did have a question for you guys. Oh, go ahead. I was about to say that uh, I feel like when it says be uncomfortable or make people uncomfortable is like asking those questions is like, do you honestly truly feel like splitting a mother and her kid or a father and her kid or parents and their kids is doing anything to better the immigration laws or hey how would you feel if i took your kid away for you for something that you did that may have been wrong yes but now your kid is alone and doesn't have any where right. to go like that's the stuff i want to ask those people is like how do you feel about that like just ripping your kid away the thing that you brought the like the one thing that you brought in this world is ripped yeah. away from you and you have no control you don't know how they're doing if they're being fed if they're getting water if they're cold if they're warm nothing the same thing that you kill for is being now there but since it's illegal immigrants and you're so caught up in make america great again and all this stuff you're forgetting about the simple thing of humanity like that just doesn't make sense to me how does that make you feel and if you do feel the same and if someone's like yeah i feel that way and I just can't, I don't know if I can keep right. talking to you. And it's disgusting to hear the supporters of those policies and the supporters of that, that administration, like, come out and say, oh, well, it's like a daycare or, you know, I, you know, this is okay. And try to, like, justify why they're doing <laughs> it when they know that they would never put their own children through that same experience. Some say, oh, it's like a boarding school. No, it's not. No, that's not what that is like. These kids, there are photos that are out, and I know that there are photos that um, are not accurate because they were taken years ago before uh, this administration was even in office. I get that. But even the ones that we got lately, 
show kids, and, and even from the reports that we've gotten, they do show kids sleeping on floors. They do show kids in what looks like a cage. And that is that is inhumane, in my opinion. But I had a question for you guys, because it, it does kind of lead to a bigger point. Um, because the scary part is we don't want to, I don't want to see a world where we just all hate each other. I don't know what that's like. I, I know we're close to it, but I still know some people who support Trump that I, I can't say I hate them. I don't, I choose not to be around them. You know, I don't hang with them, but I don't hate them. Um, and I feel like, you know, rhetoric, like what Matt seen. Or um, Miss Miss, I don't know, Auntie Maxine has said, and that other guy has said, forty five is pushing us to a place where we are forced to hate each other. So, I just want to know, what what do you guys think we should do to people who oppose, like what we think? Like, how should we treat them? How do you, how do you treat them? Have you run into that? Um, I guess it, for me, it really depends on the context. Like, if it's some random person in the streets, I'm more than likely just not acknowledging them and trying to keep it moving unless they're causing a major, unless they're like, you know, harassing or harming someone. Then there's, that's when the things change. But if they're just out talking and they're spewing their beliefs, whatever, I don't agree. And no conversation we're about to have is going to change your mind either. I'm just going to remove myself from the vicinity or something like that. But like, if it's a friend or a more intimate situation, then it's probably going to be either... Honestly, it's either going to be a conversation or we're just not going to talk about it. Because after a certain point, like I feel like we're at a point in today's pregnancy where sides have been chosen. It's hard to imagine any conversation I'm going to have with someone is going to get them to come over to my side. And I'm damn sure ain't coming over to theirs. So really, as long as we can be civil, let's just not even talk about it. Yeah, that's not... I mean... I'm... I've been put in situations where um, I have like friends before this that I didn't know were such huge Trump supporters in this sense of him being a president uh, and they rally on social media and they tweet all that stuff and they you know definitely unfollowed them in all situations where I don't have to see that stuff anymore but it's weird because when I'm in their presence then they're not the same person. They're like treating me with respect and they're talking to me like as a friend. So it's hard for me to be like, so then what are you, it's just weird that you're treating me in this manner and respecting me and like, but what you spew out on social media and when I'm not around is completely different, you know? So for me, I just like Ron, it's just one of those things where I just avoid it talking to them about politics because Kind of like how we talked about muting 45 on Twitter and muting him on the podcast. And I honestly just stepped away from politics. And I know people are like, well, you shouldn't do that. You should stay involved. But it was just too much negative, man. Like, I just couldn't do it anymore. Like, it's not something that I enjoyed or followed. It just was stressful. Like, people ask me, what do you think about Trump now? I'm like, I don't care, man. Like, I don't follow it anymore because it's just it doesn't add if anything is removing to my life and to my quality of life it's not adding to my quality of life all i can do is hope that things will change for the better for those who are being affected by it but for me i just can't deal with it right now it's not helping me so 
if I'm around people who support Trump, if they're not like Ron Splitting, if they're not hurting me, like verbally or physically or, you know, negatively passing energy to me, then I don't have any. I'm just not going to confront. I'm just not going to initiate anything for them to do that. Um, I guess for me, it's just like your actions speak because my words aren't going to change your mind. Like if you're set in stone in believing in what he believes in, it's going to be really hard for me to change your mind, especially when he's in power because you have everything aligned to throw back at me. Well, he's the president now, so you can't. And and you notice a lot of times when you try to talk to Trump supporters who are so extreme about stuff like this, the only backup they have is like, well, quit your crying anyway. He's the president. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's all they have nowadays. That's all they have. They don't have any, like, valuable reasons to support him other than, like, well, he's the president. Also, you're just going to have to suck it up and stop being a snowflake and all this other insults. So that's when I just know that there's no point in even trying to confront you because you have nothing. You know you're kind of stuck as well that the only excuse you have now is just to suck it up and respect the president. He's your president. He is the president of America, so you have to respect him anyways. No, I don't have to. I don't have to because he doesn't show respect to my people, to the to our brown brothers and sisters. He doesn't to anyone that's not on his side. He uses everyone. He could use his own supporters and still spit them out and not worry about them. So it's just like, why, why, uh, why invest in that? So I'm I'm on Ron's side. I'm just like. I'm on my own business unless it's really affecting me. If my friends try to, I mean, I used to get in huge debates with my friends and I just was like, this is a waste of time. Like, it's just a circle. It's just a circle. It's going in a circle. We're not going anywhere. No one wants to see size. Everyone's so mad. And it goes both ways now because people are so fed up on the other side. Like now we look, our own Auntie Maxine is saying harass people. You know, and she's saying, "Well, how many times does Trump use violent, comp- violent threats to, you know, to spark his his uh, supporters to, you know, do this and this? So why can't I do it?" And it's just like, this is the circle we're going in. If we're going to keep doing this, it's not going to change anything. But I'm the person who doesn't believe in, you know, having to use violence. And some people was like, "Well, Conrad, that's naive, and that's this, and well, that's just me. I don't think it's necessary." But I don't know. I agree with you. Let's just hope people turn up for the next round of election because that's the only answer we're going to have right now. Yeah. At least in my eyes. I agree. How do you deal with the Trump supporter? Register to vote and vote. Oh. Yep. That's the most we talked about for it. I know. I I feel sick a little bit. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) Um, But hey. It still is open for discussion, listeners. Um, I know there's people out there who listen to our podcast that are 45 supporters. And maybe you are a supporter but are fed up with what he's doing now. And you thought he was going to promise you some... I don't know what the hell he was promising you that you believe, but he was promising you something and now you're like, this dude's a fool and maybe you're so against this uh, separation of family. Let us know. Or maybe you just feel like, you know what? Have some intellectual comeback that is not just like he's your president and you want to share with us. Um, just hit us up on Who's Podcast at gmail.com. Set us a Twitter on Who's Man's 
podcast and as well on Instagram if you want to slide in our DMs. I know a lot of y'all on Facebook who who want to talk too, so let us know. Or if, even if you agree with Auntie, let us know or disagree. Yeah, I'm interested. Take us or, home, Ron. You can go and hit, <laughs> hit us up at the at our email, whosmanspodcast at gmail.com. Or at Who's Man's on Instagram and Twitter. Find us on Facebook as well. Make sure y'all leave the, hit the likes, leave the reviews, shout us out, tell your friends, interact with us. We, we love the love, so keep spreading it. Shout out to the group text for helping us with the topics. You know, appreciate that. Hey, if you want to uh, get at me, you can catch me on Twitter at TaylorMainLife. And go ahead and pass it off to you, me. Don't at me, at God. Shout out to Serena Williams. Wimbledon starts on Sunday. Everybody send positive thoughts. And if you don't have no positive thoughts to send, then send the negative ones to, you know, my haters. I don't know. <laughs> Conrad, take yourself. <laughs> wow. Uh, can find, actually, I should. Brian, where can they find me on Twitter? Hey, that fella. Right. Wait, hold on. That fella underscore. Connie, wait, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, that fella score under the little. Now you got me messing it up. That fella underscore Connie on Twitter, uh, Big C Twenty Two on Instagram. Uh, I was gonna promote, uh, you know, since Ron and Brian are doing their thought bodies, um, and you know, trying they're trying to get better for the summer. Actually, not even just for the summer, because it's better quality of life and improve their health. Uh, I was going to promote this weekend, guys, to go out there and do something active. Uh, but I just realized that there's going to be a huge heat wave index increasing starting Wednesday what? or Thursday. So maybe just relax inside. I know Texas gets uh. that every single day, so I didn't want to say anything about Texans. But I know on the mid on the East Coast, Midwest, we're gonna be hitting the nineties, a you know, hundreds. So stay hydrated. Uh, you know, chill inside for a little bit. Take a take a breather, relax. If you wanna get your thought body on, you can do a couple crunches, a couple couple of you know, squats, push ups, you know. Um, because that all stimulates mental health, you know. When you feel when you feel good, when you look good, you feel good. No matter what other way you wanna put that do it but if it's if you're cool if there's any if you have good weather go outside you know breathing some fresh air if you go go on a hike if you don't like the outdoors just go for a quick walk stroll around your city do something with your friends family just something to get your mind off of everyday work stress and life stress go do something fun because you need fun in your life uh, but hey don't have too much fun because if you mess up not mind your own business like Donald and you know peeping peeping in corners you don't need to be peeping in we're gonna find you don't be at who's man's and Darnold damn it Darnold I always figure out I'm not gonna say anything to you at the end of this podcast but like right before we start you find a way to make me talk about you Darnold we're talking about permit patty minding home business you see what happened to you today when you want tr- you want minding your own business in the group chat you see what happens right who's man
If y'all don't, if y'all don't know, at 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 Mr. Taylor Man, he'll tell y'all what what Darnold was trying to do, trying to get a clap back. Mind your own business, dog. All right, y'all, we out of here. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>